All right. Yay, Harbor Church. <laughs> well, I have, the, I have the privilege of introducing our speaker this morning. Um, a couple years ago, we were actually in West Palm Beach, Darren and I, and we sat down and we were talking to this couple. And I just thought, I went home and I'm like, gosh, these, these guys are so amazing. And then they moved to Redding, California. I'm like, what's up with that? I was so sad. And then they, they ended up moving back. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe the Dans are back. I'm so excited about that. So I want to introduce um, Nick and Natasha. Natasha, I just want you to stand up because I know people know you. She's amazing. She's so involved with our kids and we're so thankful for her. They have two small children and man, they're going all the time, but they still give up their time and their talents and we're so thankful for them. So Nick, come on up here. I'm going to introduce you. You're so amazing. Do you mind if I, you mind if I pray for you? Yeah, this is going to be a season of blooming and blossoming, like in, in, in so many ways for your family. Because you know what? You've paid a price. Y'all have paid such a price, and there's so much favor over you. You're like little like fireballs is what you are, and we're so thankful that you're here. So, Lord, we just thank you for, for Nick Dan, Father God, that Dan the man. <laughs> That's what we're going to say this morning. We thank you for his life. We thank you that he can be completely himself up here. He doesn't have to be a version of anybody but what you've created him to be. Lord, and we thank you on this this platform, Lord, like a jewel, as your light comes through him, that he is going to shine, shine, shine. And we thank you for the wisdom, and we thank you for the word, and we just bless him in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Oh, good morning, Harbor. It's a good Sunday. I just want to say for a moment, um, Darren and Wendy and the leadership here at the harbor are so healthy. I don't know. I don't think, I don't know your internal processes, but I would imagine that you guys steward your heart and your, your secret place and your private world so well. I love hearing when Darren is with Luke or someone's with a family member because that's the first priority, family. And uh, whenever I hear that, I think, oh my gosh, like our leaders, they steward their worlds in a healthy way. I wish you guys would just take more time off because it's like, I want you guys just to be so filled up and rested because we're, yeah, we're just so grateful for the life and leadership of the harbor. You know what the harbor... um, our leadership team, they, they're very subtle when they ask you to give. They don't put the pressure on. They don't uh, try to coerce. They don't try to do sneaky things that maybe aren't bad. Um, yeah, they really care about stewarding our hearts well. They really care that we as church members, partners of the harbor, that we're living in a healthy way. And uh, so many times I'm sitting here thinking, man, they could do like a, a heavier ask for forgiving or go somewhere, and they just don't because they, they want to follow the Holy Spirit so well and making sure that they're not pushing people past where they're comfortable. And I think just that's why we're so comfortable here. Um, you guys are just, you're so faithful. Mm, yeah, we love you guys. We love what you've cultivated and created here. Well, my name's Nick, and as Wendy mentioned Natasha is my beautiful wife, and we have two sons. Yeah, we can give it up for Natasha. We have two sons. Um, They're three and one years old. My oldest son, his name is Raya Fire. It means the Lord has remembered, and fire for the Holy Spirit. 
I was very excited about that. I get to pick the middle names. And our second son is Saint Solomon. Um, and they're just such a joy. So I wanted to talk to us today um, as we wrap up our Advent series about the new year. Are you guys excited for the new year? Are you rested up? I know the holidays have been so busy. Give me one sec. Let me clear this up. I know the holidays have been so busy for my wife and I, family. We've, uh, even yesterday we were hosting a family gathering and it was so much fun. I want to encourage you this, as we're getting ready for the new year, please rest up. Please get some time to yourself. Spend some time with the Lord. Um, God's got really good things for us this new year. And uh, I don't want us to go into it burned out already. You know? Yeah. Get rested up. I was praying um, about uh, my message today, about what the Lord wanted to speak to us. And I titled it, uh, 2020 Into the Promise. And uh, we're not, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's good. That's good. 2020 Into the Promise. I really believe this year God wants to move us where we're at in life further, deeper into the promises that he has for us. Hmm. If nothing else today, my heart and my, my goal is that I would equip you with new tools or renewed tools to help you receive the abundance and the plans that God has for you this year. And I really, as I was thinking about how to prepare for today, what to share, um, where have I seen victory in my life, and what, 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 what does God want? I really felt like he wanted me just to kind of start off with a, um, a prophetic headline, so to speak, of what he's doing in the new year. I really felt like he wanted me to, to help us fix our eyes on where we're going, not just where we've been. I know that t- 2019 has been a year of a, a lot of ups and downs for a lot of us. Um, towards the tail end, we've been praying with people for healing and miracles. And uh, if we're not careful, sometimes we can take that, that disappointment and carry it over Do you know that none of us have seen tomorrow? We don't know what the Lord has in store for us tomorrow. Even this afternoon, none of us have seen what's going to happen. And in a world where we're thinking of, you know, terror attacks and all the bad stuff that can happen, we don't know the outpouring of what the Lord wants to do in our lives this year. We just haven't seen tomorrow. Like tomorrow's not just Monday. It's a day that the world has never seen before. And this year, I believe that God is really pouring out himself in a sovereign way to do new things. So here's what I want to read to us this morning. When I was praying, this is the prophetic statement that I just myself was really receiving from the Lord. 2020 will be a year of clarity, vision, and revelation for our destiny. This year, God is going to show us who we're called to love and serve, the mission that we are born to accomplish on the earth, And he'll help us to capture his heart for that mission. Who we're called to love and serve, the mission that we were born for for this world, and his heart for that. I think when I think of, when I think of what God has for my life and for our life this morning, the question that I was hit with is how do I prepare myself to go into the new year? How do I prepare myself to receive the blessings, the promises of God for me this year? 
And I really believe that the, the topic, so to speak, of what I'm going to speak about today is wholeness. And I believe that God wants us to be as whole and as healthy so that when His blessings, when His breakthroughs come, we're ready to step into it. So I want to paint this picture with you this morning. Picture with me, picture with me that you have this land, this earth, and God sends rain from heaven, this pure water, this river of life from heaven, and the rain falls on the earth and collects into these streams and rivers, and it goes through the land down to a little village where you, me, all of our families, we're sitting in that village, and we're going to the stream to collect water for ourselves, to nourish ourselves, to feed our loved ones. But as we get to the water, we notice that there's contaminants in it. There's dirt, there's a lot of things just from nature, from the world. And so if we were to drink that water, it wouldn't be healthy or safe for us to drink. We need a filter. I got a Brita filter at home. I've talked about that. I love my Brita filters. I got two, one for upstairs and downstairs. I love that. We need a filter to filter out that water so it's safe for us to drink. And I believe this morning that the tools I want to just share from my life and my experience, I believe the Holy Spirit wants to build our filters this year because to, to take us further into who we're called to love and serve, the mission that God has for us, the missions, there's many, and to hear His heart for why we're called to those missions, I believe the Holy Spirit is saying, you need to strengthen your filter. You need to strengthen your filter because I'm speaking to you. I'm speaking through the world around you, the good, the bad. I'm speaking to you. And if you're not careful, you can drink something that's been contaminated, and it's not going to fill you up the same way. So I want to give you tools to, to build our filters this morning. How do we co-labor with Jesus with the Holy Spirit, with the Father, to build our filters in a way that we can process through the beauty, the mess that we call life around us. Jeremiah 29, 11 through 14, you can put that up on the screen. It's a passage that I think we visit, and I just think it's real appropriate we go to that this new year. Jeremiah 29, 11 through 14. I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. I have it typed out. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. God knows. Plans within us, many plans. Plan A, plan B, plan C. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. I will gather you out of the nations, the places, the situations, the training grounds. I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you and will bring you home again to your own land, your calling, your destiny, your purpose. I want to focus on that part. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you'll find me. Hmm. Well, thank you so much. I was like, is that for me? If it's not, I don't want to make it awkward. I appreciate it. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. 
How do we look for God wholeheartedly? I believe we need to face ourselves this year. As I was praying for this, this message this morning, uh, a personal story came to mind, and I want to share it with you, and it's, it's tough. When Natasha and I were dating back in high school and college, um, we had these friends. I'll, I'll change their names. I'll call them uh, James and Amy. And James and Amy were good friends. We went to the same church together. We spent a lot of time together, went on double dates. It was a lot of fun. And they were a little bit older than us, uh, and they got engaged and got married, and then later Natasha and I got engaged and got married. And throughout our friendship with them, we would have heart-to-hearts, and we would say, hey, how are you doing? How's your relationship with the Lord? You know that question, how is your relationship with the Lord, is such a dangerous question, such a beautiful question. It's such a simple question. And we would talk, and I would talk with James um, individually, and I would say, how's your relationship with the Lord? And he would say, well, it's, it's good. I feel like he's really calling me to build my business and build the creative works um, that, he had, uh, that was his passion. And I would say, okay, okay, I guess, I guess God's speaking to you about your business. Okay, cool. I was, I was trying to ask about more of his heart, but he would kind of, oh, it's good. God's doing this in me. He's doing that in me. And he would kind of avoid certain issues. And uh, just being younger, I would say, okay, you know, I, I don't want to overset my bounds. But I could feel that there was something that needed to be addressed in his life. I didn't know what. You know, sometimes the Lord gives us discernment. But we don't want to go into suspicion, and we don't want to push people past where they're comfortable. And so um, it's just appropriate to pray for people. And so we would talk. Eventually they got married, and we stood by them in their wedding. And we got married, and the connection started kind of breaking apart a little bit. A few years later, more recently, um, we hear that they're getting a divorce. They're splitting up. And uh, I reached out to both of them individually and just just wanted to share my heart and be a, a safe person for them. And um, didn't get in connection with James, but spoke with Amy. And she said, you know, Nick, um, I feel like this was not the person that I married on my wedding day. Um, there were affairs, there was pornography, there was abuse. There was a lot of really tough things. And she tried to um, salvage it, save it, and it just, it was not a healthy, safe place to be. And my heart broke, remembering the moments where we would connect with them and just say, like, how are you doing? How's your heart? How's your relationship with the Lord? And there would just be deflection after deflection. How many times have we deflected in the same way? I've been guilty. I believe this morning and for this new year, the Lord wants to speak to us about the things that we've deflected in our lives, family issues, unforgiveness. We need to address things that we might have pushed off before because it will keep us from our blessing if we don't. It will keep us from the breakthrough that God has for us. If we, if we keep our lives segmented off from the plans and purposes of the Lord, we will miss out or the blessings will feel like curses. The processes will feel like pain. And sometimes process has pain, but we just can't miss that. 
I want us to look at a few different um, aspects of ourselves as we consider this, this thought of how do I live healthy and whole, and how do I live in the freedom of the gospel of Jesus in every aspect of my life so I can be ready for the blessings of God this year. And I believe that just as God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit, they're triune and divine, and they're three in one, I believe that we as humans um, are also kind of triune, so to speak. I believe that we have a body, a soul, and a spirit, and it's all one thing. It's all us. But I want to kind of separate it a little bit and look into some of the aspects of that. And my goal is at the end of the message that we would actually spend some time in prayer together uh, before this new year and actually really just lay before the Lord parts of ourselves and say, God, is there something here that you want to address? So let's do that. Let's talk about the body first. In the body, let's see what notes we have up there. I believe that our bodies are comprised of our physical health and wholeness. And so we have uh, our eating lifestyles, exercise, sleep and rest, sexual health, alcohol, smoking, medicine, drug use, etc. Um, I believe that these physical aspects comprise our, our bodies. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll come back to something right there. Romans 12.1 says, let your bodies be a living and holy sacrifice for the Lord. And if I just stop and think about this first category, there's a few things here that I might want to make a resolution on. And I, I really believe that when we think about our bodies and we think about ourselves, our spirits, our soul, and we, when we present them before the Lord and we say, God, is there something here that you want me to grow? I don't want us to have this twisted picture of, okay, for my eating health or, you know, some sort of lifestyle. I need to make this um, resolution to do this and that. And typically, maybe we fall back into old patterns and we don't really get the victory that we need and so forth. The goal is not to, to look at ourselves and to say, this is where I'm wrong and this is what perfect looks like and that's where I need to be. The goal is to look at ourselves with the Lord in these three aspects and say, God, where are you highlighting an area for growth? And what is one step? What is a step filled with grace, filled with abundance, empowerment from heaven that will help me to move forward in growth and health in this area. So that's our bodies. Let's talk about our soul for a second. I'm just going to give you a big picture of all these things, and we'll go into that. Is that okay? Our souls, I believe, comprise of our uh, emotions. Skip the page. Our mind, will, and emotions. In our mind, I believe thoughts and speculations and ideas contrary to God's best for our, for our life are a part of what we call our mind. So thoughts and speculations, what does that mean? In our mind, thoughts that are intentional, thoughts that spiral, those are things that we want to look at today. Um, probably earlier on in our, our marriage, we've been married four and a half years, we love it. Earlier on in our marriage, I began to notice with the help of my wife, who I did not appreciate in this way at the time, that I struggled with certain aspects of anger, control in a relationship. Um, I don't know if it was anything too serious. Uh, maybe I'm downplaying it because I'm on the stage. It wasn't, it wasn't like abusive. That's what I mean. I'm not trying to say that. But there are aspects of myself and our marriage that were coming out that maybe I'd picked up through family, through parenting, through culture, um, the way I was raised. And 
it really took intentionality for me to address certain things in my life. Have you ever addressed parts of uh, your upbringing that's really difficult? Um, like maybe I, I viewed people in my family just kind of get angry at the drop of a hat and just like want to storm off. When you try to address those things, it's actually really tough. You know, like I think as a culture, um, we, we keep that stuff really hidden, but that's what dissolves marriages and families over time. And so just being uh, newlyweds, there were issues that I had and you know, it's, it's a process, it's a journey. There's probably still areas of my life that I will still process. Um, we're not perfect, but we're being perfected by Jesus. And so there are areas of my life that I really had to work on and say, okay, I, I can't allow anger control to make a decision for me right now. I can't allow um, a fear in my heart and insecurity to affect how I'm operating. That's what I mean about thoughts and speculations. Those things that don't they might come from myself, my upbringing. They might come from the enemy. Those things that come into our mind, we're responsible for stewarding that stuff in our lives. <clears throat> our will, our habits, our disciplines are also in that category, I would say. And our emotions, feelings about ourselves, about life, about others, and about God. Even difficult emotions, anger, insecurity, entitlement, envy, etc. So that's our soul. Our body, our soul, and let's talk about the spirit for a second. I believe our spirit comprises of spirit and spiritual matters. This involves my secret place, my time with the Lord, following the Holy Spirit in obedience, leading to the fruit of the Spirit, and recognizing spiritual realities and knowing when and how to fight battles for victory. Ephesians six twelve says, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood, enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. Body, soul, spirit. As we have this picture of ourselves, where am I? Here we go. We're going to do something right now, and the worship team can come back up. We're going to spend a little bit of time today really praying before the Lord and saying, God, is there an area, is there something in my life that you want to address? And now this time might be a little bit uncomfortable for some of us. Sometimes in our culture, it's very difficult to pause and rest. Um, We're in a go, 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 really busy culture. Uh, And so our beautiful worship team, they're just going to play some music in the background just to help us focus and pray this morning. But what we're going to do is we're going to go before the Lord and we're going to say, God, in my body, in my soul, my mind, will, emotions, and my spirit, what are you saying to me this new year? More than a resolution, where do you want to bring healing, bring hope, affirmation? Maybe for some of us, there's nothing like really, like there's no sin issue, there's, no, there's nothing really wrong like that. He just wants to upgrade us. We go from glory to glory. It's okay. It doesn't always have to be we're finding, you know, what's wrong. Maybe it's just, hey, I want to upgrade you here. For some of us, maybe there is a sin issue in our life. And I just want to let you know that this is a safe place. When we talk about the love of God, the grace of God, when there are issues of sin in our life, the devil wants to make us ashamed, afraid, feel guilty. Well, you did this, so how could you approach the Father? How could you be a Christian? How could you go to church? How could you connect with God? But God says, you did this, It's not my best for you. Let's move forward together. I believe today 
that there are aspects of our lives that God wants to move forward with us. I spoke at my cousin's wedding this past year. Just brief, I gave a toast. And I said, when you get married, you have an opportunity to say, regardless of how I was raised, the family that I was set in, this is how I choose to live my life moving forward. And I believe the same choice is given to us when we know Jesus every day. It's not just at the moment of salvation, which is important, but every day with the Lord, we can say, this is how I'm going to move forward. These are, this is where I'm going to grow. So let's do this. Just close your eyes for a moment. And let's pray together. We're going to do a little bit of listening prayer, like I like to say. Listening prayer, you can open your eyes again, sorry. Listening prayer is, you know, God speaks to us. The, by his word, the world was set into, set into motion. And listening prayer is where we ask God a pointed question, a specific question, and we just listen internally for what he might be speaking to us in. And so this morning, we're going to ask God three pointed questions for our body, our soul, and our spirit. And we're going to say, God, in this area of my life, where do you want to bring healing? Where do you want to bring an upgrade? Where do you want to point out that you want to transform? And then we're going to say, God, what is the step that you want me to take? And it's going to be different for all of us. So if you want to, you can write it down. You can pull out your phone, put on airplane mode and type things down. Whatever you're comfortable with. We're not trying to do something that's real rigid. In whatever way God speaks to you this morning, I believe he's here to speak. Whatever way that is, just receive it. So let's close our eyes. Let's let's pray this morning. Father, in my body, in my physical health and wholeness, in my eating, my lifestyles, my rest, my exercise, sexual health, what is something that you want to transform, bring an upgrade to? What is something that you want to address, God? Is there something in my body that I've not been listening to you in? Is there something in my body that has been kept from the freedom of Jesus? Is there something on a physical level? Father, would you point it out right now? And whatever you're speaking to us about, God, what is one step that you want to give us to address that? One step. What is one step that's empowered by heaven to help us have life and life abundant? Write it down if you need to. We're engaging with the Lord right now in prayer. Try not to disconnect if you feel that temptation. In my body, God, what are you addressing and what is one step? Now, he might lead you to a deeper conversation that goes beyond today. And that's good. Father, in my soul, in my mind, my will, and my emotions, what is one thing that you want to address this morning? What is one thing that you want to address to bring me wholeness and health and freedom? And Jesus, what is that one step that you want me to take there? That step that's empowered by heaven and grace to bring freedom. God in our spirits and our time with you, our secret place, and how we operate in this world, being aware of the spiritual realities around us. 
What is one thing that you want to address, God? In our time spent with you, our connection with you, is there a habit, a discipline that you want us to form there? What is one thing that you want to address this morning? And what is that step empowered by grace, God, that you want us to take? pray for you this morning. I want to pray that you would have victory in this new year, that you would have the abundance of life. John 10.10 says that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And we've experienced that on on some level. But Jesus says, I have come that you would have life and life abundant, life and life everlasting. And this year, as we step into 2020, God's heart is that we would experience the abundance of life that we would miss nothing, that we would shelter nothing from his presence, nothing from his freedom. We cannot afford to live in a world where we segment ourselves off from the love of God. Nothing can be left covered in the darkness. We're bringing it into the light. So let me pray for you this morning. Do me a favor, just as an act of faith, just put your hands out in front of you, if that's comfortable for you. I just want you to receive what God's doing. Holy Spirit, we invite you right now. I thank you, Father, that you're here, but we invite you on a deep level, God. Lord, would you bring healing and restoration for the hurt and pain, the traumas in our life? God, would you bring bring freedom now in Jesus' name? I thank you, Father, that you're speaking to us this morning. I thank you, God, that you have things to say that in your voice is kindness, not condemnation, not shame, not guilt. In your voice is freedom and life abundant. I thank you, Father, that you're revealing to our hearts this morning aspects of us that we need to grow and focus on with you. And I thank you that you're inviting us into a holy, sanctified process. And Jesus, I just pray right now that you would give us the grace to change the grace from heaven to address things that we might have pushed away from long, long ago. From long, long ago, God, I pray and I thank you for the grace to be made whole in Jesus' name. God, we pray for our loved ones as they enter into this new year, Father. We pray that you would encounter them with grace and love, that in Jesus' name they'd find wholeness and freedom. really feel like the Lord wants to bring freedom this morning. I feel like there's something here and that there's some of us in the room and I've processed this throughout the year so at some level there's some how do I say this? There is freedom here. And I feel like maybe there's some of us that have felt stuck before that have addressed certain things in our life and then just it's really difficult so we move on. I feel like God's bringing it up, not to shame us, but to say, actually, I'm I'm here with a new year for you. I'm here with a new step for you. I'm here with new revelation for you. I believe for some of us, there's tools that he's going to give us that we might have used before, but now he's giving you a bigger wrench for the job, a bigger hammer to conquer that. God is the God of breakthrough. He is the breaker. He breaks every chain. And it's an insult to him if we don't really believe that and we don't allow him to do that. 
And so this this morning, we just want to partner with you, Father, and say thank you that you are our breakthrough. And we submit ourselves to you, Father. And we thank you that you're breaking chains right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you that you're the chain breaker. I thank you that in the cross there's full freedom. In the life and blood of Jesus there's full freedom. At every aspect, at every level in our lives, in our body, our soul, and our spirit. So this morning, we're going to have our ministry teams come up, and we're just going to take a moment. If you if you feel like the Lord is speaking to you in the message today, if you feel like there's something He's really addressing, and you just need someone to stand with you, uh, I would encourage you to come and get some prayer this morning. We want to go into the new year right, in a new way. Maybe there's just something that you want us to stand with you for, something that you're going through that's completely unrelated. We want to stand with you this morning. Would you just come and pray with us? And for some of you, if you just want to know who Jesus is, if you want to experience freedom and life abundant in a way that you've never experienced before and start that journey today, we want to pray with you and help you to know who he is. So let me just say a prayer for us, and then you can come for prayer or you can go get your kids and be dismissed into a new year. Jesus, we thank you for what you're doing. God, we love you. We thank you that this year you're going to do miracles and life abundant. We thank you, Father, that you're going to make us whole and healthy. And we thank you, Father, for upgrades and who we're called to love and serve, the missions that you have for us, and knowing your why behind that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, we love you so much, church family. You're dismissed.